intellectually petty radio on your stereo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order Intellectually petty radio on the stereo Don't compare us to anything, this is a different scenario We break records while we pushing the culture forward Great music and big vibes right in that order And you are now tuned into another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio, brought to you by M3S3 Clothing, Men Make Moves and Suckers Stand Still, and as always, on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network. Come on, man. Yo, and shout out to Cesar Rio, man. I just felt like taking it back a little bit with the, with the intro. Very, very, very fire intro shout out to Cesar Rio um y'all already know man I only rock with legends around here and today oh boy today is absolutely no exception we got one of the giants of west coast hip-hop if not hip-hop in the universe it's aliens on mars still rocking peace treaty shout out to cam man definitely appreciate you king how you doing how's your family doing man big jobs intellectually petty I'm petty today. <laughs> we can get our petty on. <laughs> Yo, man. So I've been uh I've been going back and forth whether you know how I wanted to do the do the do the, the conversation, whether I wanted to just do hip hop, whether I wanted to talk about black folks. Um I'm a little ADHD, so I might be all over the place, but I definitely want to start about us. And when I say us, I mean black folks. Dr. Umar said that hip hop has done more to damage the black community than the good it has produced. Agree or disagree? 100% disagree. 100% disagree because it's not hip hop that's doing the damage. It's the, it's the hijackers of hip hop. So it's, a, it's, a, it's plenty of conscious, soulful, uplifting, positive, you know, revolutionary but gangster hip-hop out there is just not getting no airplay it's not getting no run so that's not hip-hop's fault that's the people that hijack hip-hop and and force feed us you know monopolize what what they want us to hear so that that's not hip-hop that's mainstream satanism okay hijack hijacking implies that we aren't complicit in that and we are well not we you can always find some slavers you know what i'm saying you can always find some sellouts or some judases so it's not we, it's a, it's a chosen few that's willing to, to sell they, uh, they, they anus all the way out. You know what I'm saying? So that don't represent we, that represents that Judas faction, that Judas group. The reason I say we is because even, even like the, or the, the conscious rappers, I don't see the conscious rappers spreading other conscious rappers music. Uh, how would you, how would you see them doing that? Like okay, let's say, uh, and I and I think D one is 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 phenomenal, and I can't say that I've seen everything that this man has posted, but from what I've seen, I haven't seen him post. I don't know what what conscious rapper is out there, but I haven't seen him post somebody else's stuff. I've seen him post his own stuff, which you should, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we gotta promote the community as one, shouldn't we? 
Yeah, but I think that's um, the the younger generation. That's a generation below us that already mm. feel like that we sold them out. They already feel like we our generation been the gatekeepers that didn't put them on when we should have. So once they get the limelight, they're not really, you know, making us no no priority. They feel like they they carrying the baton and, and furthering on the, the the fight, but they don't necessarily feel like they got to mention us. And I don't I don't have a problem with it, you know. If they really doing the work, then they they are mentioning me. Okay, so as our generation, are they right? Let's, let's say that again. Are they right about our generation that we've been gatekeepers and we ain't passing the baton and we ain't did our part? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those are the ones that we that that are known because that's what it's about. You know, hip hop. If it was just for the love and just for the the, the culture. We wasn't. We wouldn't really necessarily be trying to get on the radio or television. We'd just be doing what we're doing because we love it. But once we start trying to get the bag and start trying to get, you know, airplay and all of that, then that that we 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 go into their world. We go into the gatekeepers' world. You know, so can't have it both ways. And you never gave a shit. I gave a shit, but I, I learned real at an early age to not give a shit after I gave too much of a shit. <laughs> was that before or after your, your your first release uh after I, I gave a shit on my first release and then okay. once i saw how things really w work and i saw that this was emerald city and the yellow brick road and the wizard of Oz and all this was fake and smoking mirrors and all that then i learned not to give a shit no was, I, that, I, a huh? was that a byproduct of, of cube yeah you know, I'm not saying that it was him, but it was right. my experience with him. And, you know, it was some personal disappointment, you know, concerning him personally also. But I learned the, the business from him, just like he learned brotherhood and, you know, military, you know, you know, black brotherhood for me. Okay. So it was, you know, it was fair exchange. It wasn't no robbery. But once you get into this, this fame and influence and money world um you know you become a different kind of target you know what i'm saying everybody mm -hmm. gonna say once they get there they're gonna say well i ain't your role model and i ain't this and i ain't that because you don't really want to accept the the obligations and the duties that come with that to whom much is given much is required and much is expected and much is required so if you're talking tough and you inspiring these little youth to do our little tough active business and you want to be the soundtrack for street activity but then you don't want to take the accountability you know then i, I saw i saw enough of that and i'm like no this is scared it, it, can i cuss yeah yeah it scared the shit out of me so and, and scared the shit out of me because you know we from a different world we think that you know i didn't know it was entertainment like that I, you know i know the music is entertainment but it was you know, I thought we was really living, re living what we were saying. So, you know, once I saw that it was more entertainment than really living it, then I had to, I had to back up. Yo, speaking of Cube, when did you hear No Vaseline? I was and there. When did you, you was there. Yeah, that's me on the end of the record. That's saying you, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was with Cube during, during the making of that album. I'm on that album. What'd you think about No Vaseline, though? Did you think it would be as uh, etherish as it was? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cube was the, the, the best. Like, to me, Cube was my favorite rapper. 
You know what I'm saying? You can't take nothing away from Q. You know what I'm saying? He represented the sentiment and the voice and the slang of L.A. on rap. He was the ultimate to me. You know, you have, of course, you had Ice T, you had King T, you had, you know, Toddy T, all these T, you, had, you know, you had, you know, you had the, the the vets, you know, but Cube to me was the, the the top of the food chain when it comes to just the all around package, the voice, the attitude, all of that, the lyrics, yeah, you know, the slang. So yeah, yeah. Cube was a motherfucker when he was in his bag. Exactly. Yo, King T is criminally underrated though. Man, King T, like he was so tight. You know, I thought, and this ain't no diss. I always, I used to think he was from New York because you know he he had the whole swag. He understood, but then you know he was he was rocking the khakis and the you know khaki suit and the low rider and all of that. So I you know once I really got with DJ Pooh, you know I kind of really you know I, I heard like rest in peace, uh, Mix Master Spade because you know I first heard him on this Compton and Watts underground tapes, you know strip, you know hood tape mixtapes mm-hmm. or whatever. So. That him and Toddy T and Mixed Master Ken, DJ Star, like it was a hood thing. Like you, you know, when the dope was really cracking, so we wasn't even doing uh raps to make money. We was, you know, dudes was already making money and just was doing the rap thing as a hobby. We are listening to Run DMC or LL or whatever, and then just just put our own neighborhood. We were tra- transplant the, the the words and the names that they were saying and and and, and do uh tailor made mixtapes for a different neighborhood, different gangs, different ballers or whatever. So that's how West Coast, you know, gangster rap started. What was, what was, a, if I remember correctly, you, you, uh, first four or five years in Inglewood and then moved to Watts. Yeah. So I was born in East LA. I was born in Boyle Heights at White mm-hmm. Memorial Hospital. So I born in East LA and uh my I, you know my parents wasn't married it was together and it was an abusive relationship so the first year first three or four years of my life um i was i was um, raised in a inglewood family 83rd and 7th Ave. so from there i was like three or four years old my, like i said my, my pops was a uh was a lapd but he you know According to my mom's rest in peace, you know, he was abusive or whatever. And she almost killed me because she got his gun. They was fighting one day and she tried to shoot him and almost shot me in the head when I was in the bed. So from then on, you know, she packed, packed us up and, and then we moved to to, uh, to Watts. And then my, my grandmother was, my mother was is from Watts, right? She's from Watts. She's from 107, you know what I'm saying? She was born in and at at home and you know on 107 so so half of my family is you know is in watch the other half is in in willowbrook you know okay it's not really compton but i went to a couple of compton schools but um i grew up in willowbrook i grew up in in uh in watts but i spent most of my time in, in compton and, and, and willowbrook area so um Coming up, you know what I'm saying, and 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 seeing the, the best or the worst of both worlds, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I you know I got involved in what everybody else got get involved in, but at an early age, like you know, I, I suffered a lot of my family suffered a lot of deaths, you know what I'm saying, at an early age. My my siblings when I was six, seven years old or whatever. So we was real traumatized. Like we were smart, mm-hmm. our children, but we was real traumatized. So. Uh, I had a very mentally, emotionally, not just me, my whole siblings, 
it's only it's only three of us left now and it's all all boys but um that you know put me on a, in a different mode like seeing death and and whatever at an early age and not understanding it and then hearing my grandparents and and my mama that you know was trying to adopt christianity and stuff like mm -hmm. that and so i'm hearing these these hypnotic i'm here i'm being programmed with with god and jesus but then i'm hearing crying and death and prayers that's not working and all that so I, you know when i when i did my thing or whatever in, in, on the street level it was it was different you know i was okay. different you know what yeah. i'm saying so that. so um but what really resonated with me right after high school was uh my, my, my older brother ruben ruben muhammad like he went to uh he went to the navy yeah you know he was trying to find himself you know we didn't have no father figure so he went to the navy and then uh he had got a scholarship after a few years they gave him a scholarship to go to school to go to college to go to usc so he started going to usc and then during the usc they had black student union and then um the, the Muslims, like the NOI, FOI, student bow tie, bean pie Muslims used to come up. They used to allow them on campus and they had come up with the, with the final call newspaper and the VHS tapes, videotapes of Minister <laughs> Farrakhan, right? So my brother used to bring them home, right? And, you know, I was I was hard on the Muslim, like this weird ass shit, man. Don't turn that shit off. I want to hear that. How the fuck a bean and a pie go together? And, you know what I'm saying? It's just. <laughs> You know, I was, I was, you know, I was just a hard head, but I still love my brother and I respected him. He wasn't really on the, on the street page, whatever, like, like I was, he was trying to find himself a, a different kind of way, but he used to play them tapes of Minister Farrakhan all night. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't got our own room. Everybody's, you know, we sleeping on the floor and shit on the, on the, on the couch or whatever. And I'd be complaining, but I'd I be dreaming and, and, and and hearing what the minister Farrakhan was yeah. saying and was making sense. I wouldn't tell my brother that, but I was like, it's, you know, make sense. But then I'm hearing them, you know, referring to Malcolm X. And then I'm, I'm hearing more about Malcolm X and how, how gangster that he was and how they was when it comes to the real enemy, if, you know. So it, to make a long story short, you know, my brother showed me some demos. <laughs> like, you know, he, it was some demos that, you know, they, they did more than <laughs> – you know, they did more than sell papers and, and bean pies, you know what I'm saying? So I yeah. was like, okay, if I'm a, if I'm a push any hood, you know what I'm saying? From, from here on, it, it just, it wasn't that simple and that fast. It was some real dr drama that happened or whatever. But every time something happened, my brother was the only one there. My homies were, you know, wasn't there. And, uh, you know, I told him, I saw the story before. If I, you know, if your Allah get me out of this, you know, I'll be with it. And it, it didn't just happen once. His Allah got me out of once, twice, three times. And, okay, I'm finally with it. The last time was too much. And um, ever since then, I started studying. I spent the first few few years trying to disprove. And, like, mm -hmm. you know, cause, like that shit, that shit ain't real. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I couldn't disprove it. And so I submitted. And I said, man, I'm going to keep my word. And I've been, I've been pushing that ever since. So that's, you know, that was... I did most of my young soldier uh, activity against a real enemy, put it that way. I feel you on that. Um, so I'm looking at the IG, and I got three daughters, all grown. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, you hard as hell on the sisters, bro. 
where, where, like, where's the male, where's, what's the accountability from a male perspective for you in our community? Yeah, if you, if you know anything about me, then, you know, I started off as Mr. Peace Treaty. I started off as Mr. Gang Truce. I started off as Mr. Million Man March for the last 30 years, if not more. All I've been doing is holding black males accountable. You know what I'm saying? But it don't turn into a misogynistic controlling enemy you hard or whatever until you start holding black women account now now i'm a problem right now i'm a, a hater or something <laughs> i mean you know because it, it don't look balanced I, it wasn't balanced it was all it was all holding males accountable account. but you're it talking about pre-social media now that we got social media it don't, we don't the, the the general population doesn't see the history they see the now. Well, seventy-five percent of our people's problem of our mental mental uh, death is is with the females, with the black female. She's How? more because she's more mentally dead in a more mentally dead condition than we are because she's been spared and spoiled. We've been the target since we got out of slavery. If you know anything about not to get into the religion or whatever, but just mm -hmm. as a reference. It's a prophecy. Like we're the children of Israel. We're the real descendants of, of, of 400 years of slavery. We're the real uh, seed of Abraham. So okay. we were enslaved for 400 years. And after that 400 years, you know, Mo, a Moses and an Aaron showed up. Two prophets that started teaching a new religion to the slaves and started waking the slaves up and turning the slaves' mind against the slave master. That, that Moses and Aaron is Elijah, Muhammad, and Farrakhan. They showed up exactly the 400th year uh, mark. And when Sparrow, which is the United States white racist government and president and chief of staff and all that, once they saw that, then they said, come, let us deal wisely with them, ex-slaves, you know, for fear that in a time of war, they'll join on to an enemy of ours and come against us. That we see them multiplying. We see them being woke up by this Moses and Aaron characters. So the plan that they came up with is kill the males, spare mm -hmm. and, spo and spare and spoil the female. Kill okay. the males, spare and spoil mean gas up, isolate and spare the women, spoil them against their own man, right? So they was already, you know, destroyed along with us and raped and tortured along with us for the last four hundred years. But it's a small window from the from the. The, the mid 60s or late 60s until right now, that small window of 45, 50 years, they've been spoiled like never before. They act like they never been in slavery. They act like the white man ain't never been their enemy. They act like we the we the enemy. They act like the black man is the one who did that to them. Okay, but is that their fault? Is that the, is that our fault from a lack of leadership? Because I, we allowed crack men, black black men by and large. It wasn't too many sisters selling crack. Not not to say they weren't. By and large, we allow them to bring a substance into our community and we use it against each other. That's no different than the Kennedys. What 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 person that's supposed to be respected and politicians and all of that didn't start off with narcotics or crime? Like, why, why are we different if we forced to have to to survive off of this because we got a, a powerful enemy that kidnapped us and destroyed us and physically shadow slavery tortured us raped us you know what i'm saying killed us enslaved us dehumanized us so we didn't do this from no choice 
We did, bro. We didn't have we didn't have crack in black. We didn't have crack in Black Wall Street. We had drugs, and in, in, we always had drugs. As long as there was drugs and moonshine, we had. It. I who mean, told, who told yeah, you but, Black Street Wall Street was was drug free? Was alcohol I'm not, drug free? I'm not saying that it was drug free, but we didn't allow we didn't allow it to take over our community either. Well, nobody allowed nothing until Satan takes it over. Like that's the whole point. Like mm-hmm. if 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 Satan is the guy, if, the, if these enemies was able to kidnap us, you know what I'm saying? If we was that strong and that wise or whatever, we would never got kidnapped in the first place, right? We never got enslaved in the first place, right? Okay, <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So how do you expect now a mentally dead? slave to to enforce some righteous law when we was awake in africa we couldn't we couldn't stop the shit okay so what right now what is our responsibility as black men how do we undo this well i'm a i'm an example you know what i'm saying every member of the nation of islam is is an example malcolm x is the one that we, that we all say is our, our our best leader and our example and we know he started out as a pimp as a hustler, as a dope dealer, dope seller, some say that he was so allegedly homosexual. Like so, he was he was all of that, right? But now you call him your leader, your black leader. So that's the best example that everybody recognizes. But why don't nobody follow the the, the path? You know what I'm saying? And follow the example that he that he took. I, that's what I'm doing. That's what I where I'm at. I'm 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 a product of that same path and that same information that turned. Uh, Detroit Red into Malcolm X. Okay. And we see that it works. So why ain't the brother, why ain't, why ain't you or any other, you know, over here with us? <laughs> and, and do me, can you do me a small favor? Because my, my, my audio was fucking up a little bit because of our weather. I'm going I'm, to I'm have you uh, go out and come right back in because I had to do something to your, your mic and I want to make sure it's clear. Oh, so leave and come back. Yeah. Yo, I've been having some issues with the audio, but our weather is pretty trash here today. So I want to make sure, because Cam is, you know, I want to make sure that we, we get the greatness that is Cam. Um, valid points, valid points. I, you know, beautiful conversation. Uh, sh- sh- salute, uh, Ruben Muhammad. Um, sh- salute, uh, Tay. You already know, man. That's my guy right there, Tay. All right. Back, uh, we got him back in right now. Hopefully. One, two, one, two. All right, yeah, we're good. We're going to have a little, whatchamacallit, I think I can oh, fix that as far as the, the, the... Well, it's not a... It's, yeah, it's a little issues with a little little, little uh, scratching or something like that. Um, who's a hero to you? Uh, what do you mean? Like a hero. Like, uh, who, who is somebody that, that you, uh, out of your lifetime, matter of fact... I want two times in your life. Early on, before you uh, found the nation, who did you look up to and who's a hero for you now, if you have one? Uh, My mother. My mother is my first hero um, because, you know, that's who we come through and that's who is God until we learn who God really is. So, you know, we learn that, you know, our mother's love is sincere, even though it might be tainted. It might be toxic. It might have poison in it. We still know real love when we when we feel it. So my mother's my first hero. And then um, once I got into the, the nation, of course, it's Minister Farrakhan. 
Okay. Uh, you said NWA was like a McDonald's commercial to our youth. Right. At least I saw that on your IG. Right. What do you mean? Um, it, you know, McDonald's don't make itself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The McDonald's fries and burgers and shit don't make themselves, and and they they don't they don't promote themselves, right? So we know that it's not healthy. Everybody knows cigarettes is not healthy. Everybody know alcohol is not healthy. Everybody know McDonald's is not healthy. It just tastes good, smell good, or we think it makes us feel good temporarily, right? So mm-hmm. that's what NWA turned out to be. It didn't start out that way. NWA started out more revolutionary, but once Jerry Heller and his community got a hold of it, they turned it into what they wanted to turn it into. They used it for their aims and purposes, used NWA for, as their tool. So that's that's junk food. It turned into junk food. Whatever nutritional value that it had, uh, they, they Bill Gates did. <laughs> they they G- GMO'd it. <laughs> do you do you think that they actually in, they were intending to be revolutionary or that was just like a, a happenstance? Uh, I think it just happened that way because once they was informed, you know, that they was revolutionary, majority of them backed away from that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, shouts out to Ren, salute to MC Ren, and salute to Cube. As far as I know, those was the only ones that that. That was down to, to to actually represent that revolutionary position with their music and their lifestyle. It's hard to convince, and I've had this conversation numerous times. It's hard to convince young folks to be leaders for our community because they see what happened to the leaders and their families after the, those leaders were taken from us. You mean righteous leaders? Because they righteous leaders. leaders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Duly noted, righteous leaders. You know, um, it doesn't appear that, you know, when someone, the government is going to, going to make you a target. Right. And if or when they take you off this planet, uh-huh. they family seem to be forgotten. Well, that's, that's if you don't have a God, you know, a real true and living God with you. That's the difference between the Moses and Aaron God and the Christian God that we've been believing in. The Christian God, the white, you know, the white Christian God, you know, is the one that leave you high and dry. But the black God, the black man's God that was given to us by the, the modern day Moses and Aaron, Elijah and Farrakhan, we don't we don't get left high and dry. Our hist- our, our heroes is still respected and honored and their families is honored and respected to this day. So we don't get we our, our community don't get left out like that. They come in the enemy. Malcolm's family struggled, didn't they? Well, they, you know, if you know the history of Malcolm, Malcolm left the nation. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So why, why would the nation, you know, you know, support somebody that defected or that denounced him? Okay. But while yeah, he was with, the, while he was with the nation, he was untouchable. He so obviously the real God was with him, and the real, you know, real army was with him because nobody was able to touch him. Man, this shit is killing me, man. I don't know why this is doing this. Because Cam is on. I would not doubt it, man. Uh, <laughs> no, Cool Tail Pro is real. Oh, I believe that. Absolutely, man. I, I, I've, I've noticed that after certain shows or during certain shows, I get issues. And there are certain shows where shit's just a beautiful, harmonious connection. 
you know, so I I do apologize. I'll try to fix it um, afterwards. I, Why is, I, don't, I don't hear no problem on my, on my end. Oh, okay, good. I, I so hope I'm, it's just Hopefully, me. Yeah, yeah, hopefully it's just a, a, a shortage in one of your wires or something. Yeah, I'm hoping so. Why is porn such an issue? Um, porn is is too distracting. It's it's the satanic. It's 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 a evil, wickedly wise behavioral science that you know the slave masters know that they put us in hell for so long, especially the male, that our only physical, natural pleasure in this life is sex. So they're going to use sex as the weapon. Whatever black people find, you know, pleasure in or or peace in or happiness or joy in, they make sure they use that as a weapon to kill us or to harm us or to poison us. So pornography is a distortion of the natural, divine, righteous pleasure that we're supposed to get from from doing our duty and accomplishing, um, conquering obstacles or whatever. Sex is supposed to be a, he- a heavenly reward that only we get, that only we see. But if you're seeing somebody else having sex, that's just as bad as seeing, you know, some some seeds come out of somebody's anus or somebody, you know, changing a tampon and, and it's bloody or whatever. All of that's not for nobody else to see. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's pretty disgusting, bro. <laughs> I mean, wa- watching somebody else have sex is pretty disgusting. We we who made it who made it cool? Who who made it like it's it's the thing to do? It, the slave masters, right? They don't <sighs> They the ones that say, yeah, they the ones that say um, same-sex marriage is cool and, and trans, transitioning children is cool and and all of that, right? They, they the ones yeah. that convinced our women especially, love who you want to love. It's okay, love who, no, it's never been okay. And you claim to be Christians, but you, you know what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah. You know what happened to, you know, immoral bestiality, fornicators and you know if you claim to believe in that so who made it okay who made it fair seeming i mean like if if, when you read the bible like god was pretty clear and he kind of actually destroyed the whole planet because of things of that nature um and yeah they you know greece was was wild you know (laughs) sodom and gomorrah wow that's where they got it from all of these, all of these things, black people, Africans never practiced that. We never practiced no homosexuality. We never practiced no. That, that's not true. They're, that's they're, not they're, true. That, when do we, when do we practice homosexuality? I came. I looked it up a few years ago, and I cannot remember the name you, of the tribe. But there, there's, you can't there's say an accident. That's not true. But, but because I know, I, I know it's a tribe there that actually practice homosexuality and as I, a and, culture. And I said, when is that? Because if they did, it's because they was infected by white people. So. Prior to okay. 6,000 years ago, white people has only been influencing our planet. They've only been on our planet a little more than 6,000 years ago. Prior to 6,000 years ago, we never did none of this. When we got conquered and influenced by the Adamites, the Adamic race, the Caucasian, the white race, you know, we gave them power and dominion to rule according to their weak, wicked nature. So we, they infected the whole planet with they, what they get at. So let me ask you this. Another 150 years, white people are numerically black people. Mm-hmm. How should we treat them? They won't be here. You don't have to treat them no kind of way. They won't, they won't exist. Oh, you think they're just going to completely just disappear? 
Yeah, they they're already doing that without being mated. They, they their birth rate is at zero. They their population growth is at zero. For for everyone that's born, one dies. So com combine that with now their women and they men want to interracial inter interracially date with black people. That that kills the white race. You know what I'm saying? So you they're gonna either die a natural death or an unnatural death, but they can't survive no longer than than was prophesied, which was six thousand years. Genetically, biologically, they just can't do it. Okay, so Israel versus Palestine. Oh, I can't. I can't really talk about that. Can't talk about that one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but give me the question. Maybe I can. I can give you a. I just wanted your thoughts on it. Oh well, I, I don't. I don't. I can't have no comments. So we got strict instructions. So, you know, I don't know if you know that Minister Farrakhan and the nation have a five billion dollar lawsuit against the uh, Anti Defamation League. You know, uh, and the Simon Wiesenthal Center. This is the Zionist Jewish organization that's been calling us anti-Semitic for the last forty years. So that subject is directly related to why I can't speak on it. Okay, all right. I know I had interviewed uh, Student Minister Nuri Muhammad. I don't know maybe a month ago, mm -hmm. and it's the same thing that he. I guess he was. You know, so yeah. I wasn't sure if that had lifted or not. It's, it's, it's you're about to see some activity like they coming they coming for us so all of the stuff that you see right now the distractions that you're seeing right now with with uh with puffy and, and will smith and all this stuff all of that is a, a diversion distraction because these satans are being exposed like they never be, had before and minister farrakhan is the one that's exposing them and god okay, is backing him, backing him up it's hard to believe that it, it that the allegations against Diddy are a distraction because they seem so believable. No, I'm not saying that whether it happened or didn't happen, but the, the okay. fact that they're, they're pushing that into the media. Okay. The people that control the media are, are choosing to do that now. You know what I'm saying? Like, why all of a sudden that they going to do right into, up until Thanksgiving that if y'all if got any sexual allegations, y'all got to hurry up and get them in right now. Like, why, why would they do that out of all the years that you know, there's been going on. Okay. And do me a favor if you're out there and you tuned in and I see several people are, let me know if the audio is, is, is too bad for you and hopefully it's just me. Uh, Tay say it's, it's pretty much just me. <laughs> um, so you, you you believe there's a war on, on our black celebrities, male specifically? Yeah, it's a war on black people, period. But the, the celebrities are the magicians. The celebrities are the influencers. Those are the people that this enemy has, has historically used to pie piper us into whatever direction they want us to go in. That's they the ones that all of the terrible images of black people, coons, buffoons, prostitutes, gangsters, pimps, all of that was promoted by by these same people, these these small hats that control the the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. Even pornography, Pornhub is owned by a Jewish rabbi. You know really? Saying? Oh yeah. Pornhub. Right. So if they're really the people of God and really following the commandments of Moses, the righteous commandments, where if you know anything about the laws of Moses, it's telling you the, the consequences of pornography or fornication or adultery or two men laying down together, or two females like. So these people are claiming to be, you know, Jewish. Right. But they're the ones that they gave the world the, the most terrible image of black people, the real Jews. In history, that, that 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 was my next question. So, so black people are the real Jews. Absolutely, 
Absolutely. And, and the definition of Semitic, I don't know if y'all know, you know, they accuse us of being anti-Semitic, but the, the word, the definition of the word Semitic means Afro-Asiatic languages. <laughs> Afro-Asiatic languages. So languages don't make themselves. If it's an Afro-Asiatic language, that means the Afro-Asiatic people is who, who created it and who speak it. That's literally the definition of Semitic. Afro-Asiatic. So how can we be anti-Semitic unless somebody made us hate ourselves and made us be anti-ourselves? So that's where Crips and Bloods and Hoes and Niggas and you know what I'm saying? We've been made anti-Semitic against our own black self, our black Semitic selves by hmm. the real anti-Semites. Okay, so so tell break down the black husband gang for me. Right. Why you start that? Because that is the foundation, like you said earlier. That's really the foundation. Even even though you you know you may feel like others may feel like I'm real harsh on women. On our you family. are, bro. Well, I'm firm. I'm not harsh. Their actions is way more harsh <laughs> than my words. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So somebody got to be firm. If you if you believe in God or Christianity or whatever, you already know that that Adam got accused of being a punk. We saying that this whole shit is his fault because he didn't check his woman. So now when men get to checking their women for doing some shit that would curse us all, at, apparently, you know what I'm saying? Now we're harsh, right? So you okay. can't say, so you can't say that that well the men ain't what they supposed to be and all of that. Well, if, as soon as we try to put the natural authority and law down and and protect, you know what's valuable. You say you're too controlling. Well, you can't be protected if I can't control you. I can't protect what I can't control. I can't even respect who I can't control. You can't protect your children. Your children want to run out in the street when trucks and shit is coming. You know what I'm saying? How you going to protect them you can't control? I, that's a fair point, but I don't I guess uh, it's the terminology that, and I don't know if that's an excuse on my part or not. But I know for me, words are too rough for adults. (laughs) I mean, for for, well, yeah, because for me personally, I don't how you come at me makes just as much different as what you're saying. Because if you're coming at me sideways, I'm not listening to what you're saying. But you're not a woman. You're not naturally under the authority of a man. So it's not how I'm coming at you. I don't talk to men like this. Men is is not the ones that's naturally supposed to submit to me. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Women are. Okay. Women is the one that need our protection. We don't need their protection. So if you if you claim that you're the most unrespected and unprotected, well, you're the most out of control. So you can't be protected. You got to do I, something to earn this protection. I saw a sister. She made a video, and, and 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 I'm paraphrasing this video, but basically what she was saying was, okay, um, it's it's women out here complaining about men not being protectors, and she said, my husband is not. To protect women, my husband is to protect his one man. I, he's not about to in, protect you in some random scenario and put his life at risk or possibly be killed so that his wife and children no longer have their protector and provider. He's going to do that for me. If you got an issue with that, go get your own protector and provider. Stop complaining and saying, I don't mind being an independent woman because you obviously do. She right or wrong? 
she she's absolutely right but the man you, you don't tell the man who he gonna protect and who he ain't gonna protect you know what i'm saying he absolutely is gonna protect you first and foremost on all on all occasions but you can't tell him who else he ain't gonna protect you can't tell me what my duty is so if, if it's at my discretion that I signed up or I, I believe I need to try to help or protect to the best of my ability all black women, then that's something that you're just going to have to deal with. But I got to use my own discernment like she's saying. Like, if I see you out here hoeing or tripping or in, in niggas' faces and spitting on niggas and threatening them and you slap a nigga or whatever, then I can't protect you like that. You out of control. The best I can do is try to intervene, and that's a form of protection. The nigga might break something or really knock something out or knock you out. I, I can try to protect you that way, but if you out of control, like you 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 out of protection. So as a husband, say I'm at the store. Mm-hmm. I see a dude beating up his old lady. Mm-hmm. Am I doing my wife a disservice by, by intervening? Not at all. Because if you if you see your brother and sister as yourself, you know, we if we if if we got that it's all about me and mine mentality, that's where we ain't that's why we ain't getting nowhere. Like it used to take a village. We didn't used to have to call no white police. We policed ourselves. Right? So if we scared of our people or we we not we don't love our people enough to go check something or try to stop something then we're not qualified to even say that we black or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We out for self. We, we some unicorn rainbow individual or something. If you call, if you claim to be black, (laughs) 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 okay. So gangs, good or bad for our community? Um, it depends on what they are doing. Gangs is just a group of people. So what what are you what is your definition of a gang? Crips and Bloods, GDs, Vice Lords. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Good or bad for our community? Great for our community. They just need to be directed in the right in the right direction. That's those is warriors. You I'm not talking like, about the potential. I'm talking about the actuality. The actuality, because they still living on they still living on a, a principle of of warrior warrior you know what i'm saying they're not scared to kill they're not scared to die there's value in that right so same way that our you know the propaganda machine makes us feel like we're heroes if we go mm-hmm. join the we go join the white man's army navy air force marines that could be blood crib gd and, and bd right so we get turned we get turned into killers you know what i'm saying we get sent over somebody else's territory and land and get to to genocide you know what i'm saying killing they people mm-hmm. and we get called heroes when we do it for white folks but when we do it here to each other or whatever is 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 bad for our community will we be able to fix that yes yeah, it's, it's being fixed like you know I'm, I'm my career started with a song called peace treaty right so that's proof that you know when the when yeah but the it white, didn't work it did work what do you mean it, it worked briefly work? What is briefly? You don't live forever. No, you don't live forever. But it it started in your lifetime and it ended in your lifetime, correct? It it, it didn't end. Oh, it's still going. Yeah, it ended for whoever it ended for. That's just like saying the Million Man March didn't work. The Million Man March did work. 
So you, you can't control, you can't force somebody else to do something. All you can do, all you're responsible for is the example, delivering the message clearly and living the example yourself. Whatever you do, once you get that message and that example and that, you know, that's on you. Everybody is held pledged for what they choose to do. Our job is to deliver the message and be the example. The nation of Islam is an example of unity. It's not individuals. It's a nation that proves that this unity works. It proves that this information is accurate. It proves that no other organization or information was as successful in bringing black men from hell to, to brotherly, heavenly brotherhood. No other organization. No other information. So okay, you so you, we don't have to. You don't have to choose to be a part of it. You brought up the Million Man March, and you said it worked. Right. How? Just like I said, showing an example, showing an so, example. So, what what is what is your definition of worked? I don't know. I think I think that um, initially, because work my means, hope work work means somebody has to choose. Like no, nothing. That's just like saying, uh, did God work with Eve? You know, he, he created Eve, right? And gave her instructions on what not to do. She couldn't say, well, you wasn't good enough or, you know, you molested me or raped me or you didn't give me good enough instructions or whatever. No, she decided I'm going to do the opposite of what he want me to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, but a little bit. I think for me was maybe too hopeful. What, uh, too, hopeful? too hopeful is a million a million black people come together harmoniously, which happened. That's, that, that that means it was successful. That means it worked because it was two million. It was two million black men of America. That's that's bigger than any standing army in America, right? These okay. are the, these are the descendants of slaves that they feared. This is why they sent their whole Cointel Pro, their whole satanic pharaoh plan to destroy us, so that this would never happen. And it happened. So that affected every black man and every black family that was there. How it affected them, and what did they decide to do with it, and how they decided to express it and demonstrate how positively that affected them. That's that's everybody's personal business. But the fact that they they agreed we all agreed to come together we thought we was gonna die we thought it was gonna be a revolution we thought we wasn't gonna leave we was ready to die right there and that, that i thought that it was going to it was going to change neighborhoods and change the trajectory it, did. it absolutely did the crime is down that's you're not you're not doing no research okay homicide and crime and violent crime gang crime all of that has been down ever since huh yeah adoption Marriage, family, you know, family structure, family unit, men being, you know, present in their in children's lives, all have went up since then. What? Why you ain't never heard them stats? Exactly. That was my question. Like, like I, the black, the part about black men being uh, the most involved in their lives, I knew that when I looked that one up myself. Um, but I didn't know about the other stuff. Is it supposed to come to your lap or are you supposed to go search it? I would think that the nation would be trumping in that. Well, if you know the social media done 
censored and canceled and shadow banned every prominent mm-hmm. member of the Nation of Islam. How would you think you're gonna get that on a, on on the, from the okay. Nation of Islam? Okay, okay, you got that. That's a fair point right there because I know they be they. they uh, I, I have personally experienced things, and I ain't nowhere near the level of greatness of the nation. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you are. You are, you are the nation. You you are you are a member of the nation. That's why they doing you like that. <laughs> man, I'm just a regular nigga, man, with a to talk oh, shit. Oh no, you're not. <laughs> Ain't no such don't, thing. Don't put that on me, man. <laughs> no, you, 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 they already know that's who you are. Like you can, you can, you can play humble if you want. The enemy is on your ass, just like he on on mine. Like it or not, <sighs> the fact that you ain't you ain't rainbow sprinkles, the fact that you ain't skittles, stay on your ass. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not skittles. Well, they own you. They own you. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I do. Uh, I, I try to make sure that that there are certain things in our community that I, no matter who I have on, I always try to make sure I got a balance. I never wanted to be one of those. Okay, well, you know, I just got niggas. I got I got the salacious shit. I don't really right. care about the salacious shit. <laughs> you know, I got to eat too, and my soul got to exist. I don't right. I don't want to leave this planet and and my makers looking at me sideways. Right, all money ain't good money. Oh man, um, have you when you get to I don't I don't know if you believe in the pearly gates or what happens when you die. I I don't know, but what I do know is the pattern that we had to go through to get this far, right? And I always and this don't have nothing to do with religion. And I love critical thinking. I love being taught by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Honorable Minister Farrakhan on how to think critically. Mm-hmm. Which, which is, we all started out, even though we talking, we got technology and headphones and, and computer screens and teeth and bones, we all started out as microscopic sperm. This is not religion, this is facts. We started out as microscopic sperm in the testicles of our, our fathers. So, we were so small that them two testicles was like planets. So the only planet we knew about, only planet we cared about, where all of our population, all our family and homies and companions was all the mother sperms, male and female, X and Y sperms, was in our daddy's nuts, right? We didn't know there was a such thing as a vagina. We didn't know there was such thing as a womb. We didn't know there was such thing as nothing. All we, we was given the instinct and the body and the function to, to, to swim. We had a head, an arrowhead shape, and, and we swam, and that was, the, that was our world, and we was happy. Our okay. job was to to master that reality, not worry about where what you was before you was a sperm, not worried about what you're going to be after you was sperm. <laughs> your, your, our job, our duty and function is to master, to be the best sperm, to be the best swimmer as a sperm. That's why we talking, because we was the best swimmer. Out of 500 million, we was the best. So then once we got to the, you know, Got shot out our daddy nuts. All the sperm, you know, the sperm planet is like a job sperm, job and them died. Because for all intents and purposes, you did. You never coming back. You never going backwards. Yeah. So if you, it, so now once, we don't know, you know, because we feel like we did too. I don't, I don't know what it's like in this air. I never felt air before and shit. Then I'm, I'm going to some other environment. Okay, a whole, hold on, let me, let me finish. A whole okay. nother world, which is, which is the vaginal tract. Now mm-hmm. you swimming and you know you your instinct tell you to keep going and it tell you to swim hard some more and you make it to this egg. 
and then you you dissolve into the egg and now you died. You really have died a sperm life. You'll never be a sperm again. Yeah. But then you became something else, which is the the first cell of life, right? A zygote or whatever. So then, you know, you're a zygote. You got to master the zygote life. Then you become an embryo. You master the embryo. Then a fetus. And you master the fetus. And then out of all that, this whole new world that you didn't know existed, which was called your mama's uterus or womb or, you know, yeah. that that starts convulsing and turning into a whole end of the world apocalyptic situation. And you so, you think this is death. And it is. Now you're dying this, this, this embryo world. You're dying this womb world. You never go back into that world, right? But then you don't know that this was a mother that you in, and you got brothers and sisters out here. Everything is prepared for you each each step. You know what I'm saying? So if we follow in that pattern, it ain't mm-hmm. got nothing to do with religion. It got to do with critically thinking, okay, well, the patterns tell me that master where you are. Don't worry about where you came from or where you going. If you master and be the best of where you are, you're going to ensure that whatever there is after this, you're going to have a seat there. Hmm. You understand? Yeah. So. But that leads me to this question, though, because you said it's, it's 100% resp- the woman's responsibility for getting pregnant. For getting pregnant. Exactly. How? Because if, 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 she, she's the only one who can get pregnant. But we're the only ones that can get her pregnant. If, if we're not raping her, then she can't get pregnant. If, if a woman is intelligent enough, because we are, we're intelligent enough to know, uh, yeah, I don't got no problem smashing you because I know I'm not going to get pregnant. That's intelligent of a man. You know what I'm saying? You stupid as hell. If you know you you get pregnant and you let me do this and I ain't committed to you, I ain't bought you no house, I don't got no security measures in place. If you get pregnant, you stupid as hell. Because I would never do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I would never do that shit. <laughs> I've had a bad baby mama, so... Um, I'm looking at that differently because a, a horrible baby mama is a, a, a responsibility that you don't want. Right. But you, that's just you being, you know, irresponsible. Right. But you, you're not the one that's your conscience though. Like if y'all both agree that y'all are doing wrong, there's no honor and no code among sin, among wrongdoing. You can't hold me morally responsible for something that we both knew was immoral that we you you my crime you you finna snitch on me now you, we, we crimes you know what i'm saying you can't hold me responsible because you got caught with a pregnancy okay but we both got caught no we didn't am i, she, she am I not just as responsible for that birth as she is one one no, not for the pregnancy but for the once that child is here i am just as responsible for the, you're the trying, welfare, you, you're, you're trying to make it a moral argument. It's, uh, it was already immoral. It was already irresponsible. You can't get holy because you got caught up. You can't get holy now. Like keep it all away. I didn't. We didn't agree to get married. Shit, we just smashing. You knew you're the only one who could get pregnant. I'm a man. I would never do this if I was a woman. I would never teach my daughter to do what you letting me do. You the stupid one. So now it's my fault because, you know. Life is hell for the black man. We live our whole life. Everything we do is to try to get some ass. You know what I'm saying? And you know that. Y'all don't want to love all these luxuries and all. We don't give a fuck about no luxury. We want we ass. We want some ass. We want the pleasure of some ass. Wait a minute. And did you say your brother's name was Ruben? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Is this your brother in the comments? Well, I don't know. Well, I, I, you probably okay. can't see. I'm sorry. Rhetorical question. I'm yeah. sorry. And hey, Ruben, is it? Is this your little brother? I just need to know, man. What, um, what's his it, name? Ruben Muhammad. Oh yeah, that's probably my brother. Salute to you, man. Um, and thank yeah. you. You yeah. know, for 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 being diligent and disciplined enough to not give up. Yeah, that was my example. That was my inspiration and example. Anybody that appreciates whatever I'm doing, whatever my representation of the Nation of Islam, Minister Farrakhan, it came through my older brother, Ruben Muhammad. And he's a student minister of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. So he, he, bought, he bought that life. <laughs> yeah, because being a student minister is, 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 is and I've seen... I mean, as much as I can, I guess, um, you know, yeah, some, you, some ain't coming, you ain't coming. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? You ain't, um, you ain't, you ain't part of your brotherhood. You don't want to be no part of our, your brotherhood. I don't know if I, I don't, I'm lazy, bro. You can be lazy. No, you can't. <laughs> I'm trying no, to... you can't. Stop it. Stop it. No, no. Now you, you lying, bro. No, no. You, you, cause we all lazy. We all falling short. So what your, your, your version of lazy might not even be lazy. No, no, it's for real lazy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> well, everybody got a place, man. Everybody got a place. It's, it's a lazy place for you. It's a, it's a place I tell you lazy. what, though, man. I went to uh, Savior's Day. Right. I think uh, a few years ago. Man. That's an experience, bro. Yeah, beautiful, right? Man, like I, I had never... Growing up, even though we had Moss Number One, my area of Detroit right. didn't see much of the nation at the time. Right. Um, and you know, I had I had befriended the 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 student minister Troy in oh, Detroit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yo, man, like uh, my best friend got a you know he, he's he's a pretty prominent attorney in the city. And him and his partner uh, got us some, some tickets. Not partner like that, but partner yeah, the law yeah, firm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yo, man, this was one of the most beautiful things. And I grew up in a city full of black people. Right. And I had never seen black people like these black people. Yeah. And they're your like people. He, these are your people. So this ain't, no, this ain't no cult. This ain't no weird, like we something thinking that we something different than... They all we all come from the same place you come from, you know what I'm saying? We all been through the same thing. We just chose to, you know, to do something better and different, which is discipline. We just chose discipline. Yeah. We still believe in Jesus. We still believe in the one God that all the prophets believe in. You know, we believe in all of that. It's just we actually live it. We actually practice self-discipline. That's the difference. What you working on? What are you what what are you working to improve at? Everything, but right now, um, more of um, patience. Trying to be patient with with my people, even though I know that we don't have time left. You know, grace is is basically over with, but I'm still trying to be patient in how I, I deal with them and how I, I tolerate certain things. Um, um, of course I want to, you know, clean my mouth up, clean my language up. Um, it's just every area, man. I'm so, I'm so dirty. I'm so, you know, 
I'm a dirty, dirty little dude, man. So man, stop that shit, bro. I'm just talking about compared to what I know I'm supposed to be. Compared to oh, what okay. I was, I'm I'm super clean, but that's not enough. Once you really start getting clean, you don't you never see yourself as clean. You you see how dirty you still are. That's just like once you get a little knowledge, then you see, damn, I know now how much I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. So you you know it's it's a nonstop, but it's beautiful because it's always unlimited progress the joy of living is to be able to continually improve and see how you can improve so i don't take somebody criticizing me as you know a diss i'd be like oh okay watch next time you see me you know what i'm saying i bet you i'm Yo. had it took care of and, and you absolutely right man you age you, you don't age like dracula <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying and i didn't have serious health illnesses and, and issues like with my heart with my kidney and liver and like you know i didn't but i i when i when i improve and get stricter on my diet on my how to eat to live but i don't realize mom and diet it it, re, it rejuvenate me. it renews and restores me. It, it, it it turned the clock back on my age like some some pictures you'll see me in you you'll see i'm looking dry like you know i might even have cancer or whatever like you know what i'm saying but i I start doing my fast and I get back on my diet and, and God bring my glow back, bring my muscles back, bring, you know what I'm saying? So we examples out here, bro. Like, cause we, we sick just like everybody else. I don't see it, man. I'm talking know, about, bro. we just know what to do with it. We, we get sick. I should say we get sick when we, when we fall off and start getting lazy, like, you, said, you know, but then we know what to do about it. Our success is in, in righteous discipline. The more righteous we are, self-disciplined we are, the, the, the more healthy and safe we are. That's some real shit right there, man. Um, how the bar is still so fucking dope? <laughs> I mean, is is what we're talking about. Look, we supposed we get wiser, we get sharper. We're not supposed to deteriorate. So, I know maybe the youth, maybe the teenagers ain't really trying to hear me, but our generation is the '90s generation is the real you know, move the needle generation. Our generation is the hip hop generation that really, that really moved the needle. So yeah, our age is, it, it started out 30 is the new 20 then 40 is the new 20 then 50 is the new 20 and 60 It's our generation. Right. So part of that is of course, the knowledge of self, the Islam that, that permeates hip hop, you know what I'm saying? That culture, that foundation, but then the music itself, you know what I'm saying? And, and the, and uh, like I said, the beat and the drum, that's a natural, original African, you know, element that keeps us youthful. It keeps us youthful. It keeps us in shape, either mentally or physically or both. So we're the hip hop generation. That's why we love it. And this apparently is a bigger religion than Christianity and Islam because it affects the whole planet. Right. At least it was, because some of this... this, 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 this <laughs> well, that's shit, the man. hijack. No, that's not hip-hop. That's something else. Yo, man. And, 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 sh and shout, shit hop. <laughs> shout out to Glasses, man, for the plug, man, for, 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 for linking us up. But, yo, we got to talking about Sexy Red, and I'm like, bro, she's Satan. No, she not. And that's the same thing that nigga said, and I'm like, bro, no, she's fucking Satan, man. I don't care what no, you say. No, she's a tool of Satan. That's a, that's a, a, a little guy. You know what I'm saying? Cause, cause did, did, wouldn't we used to say Malcolm Malcolm X was Satan? Wouldn't Malcolm Little Satan? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
But so, but let you tell it though. Seventy five percent of of our fuck ups is blamed on the woman. So she's saying no, no. It's not blamed on the woman. It's blamed on us. But okay. the problem is the woman, right? Okay. She's the one that that gives birth to our children. So if we don't put a righteous discipline and control and get her under control, she's just going to breed a new generation of demons. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't putting our, our righteous law down on it. So it's it's not, quote unquote, her fault. It's her fault when she knows better. Once we, once we, you know, it's all of our fault. Until we know better, we're not expected to do better. But once we be yeah. righteous messengers and deliver the message and deliver the example and all of that, and, and now you still choose to do that, now it's your fault. Okay. Um, did you did you drop something recently? Yeah, I dropped um, a song called Positivity, a single called Positivity. And, of course, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm censored and shadow banned. But me and Battlecat, DJ Battlecat, got a whole album that we did, you know, uh, a year or so ago. And I've just been dropping singles and, you know, trying to just, you know, put feelers out. I'm not doing it for money. I'm doing it for what we used to do it for, which was inspiration. Feel good music, influence to influence our people, something that, especially our generation, that we can feel good about. It's not corny. It's not Will Smith. It's still street. It's grown. You know, it's, you can party to it. It's grown and sexy, jazzy or whatever. But I'm trying to show just a natural uh, grown-up progression that we supposed to. I can't rap about, and this ain't the no diss. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm not the gangster, the killer, and the dope dealer. I'm not a pimp. I'm not a gangbanger and shit at 54 years old. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be talking about that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be talking Wait, about what? 54? Yeah, I'm 54 years old. I look like your damn grandfather. You can fix your diet, nigga. Yeah, I'm saying, how do you can live? Come on home, brother. Come on home, get these youth. Get your youth. Man. Back. Yo, and 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 DJ Battle Cat, man, yo, that yeah. you talking about underrated? Oh yeah. Yo, oh, yeah. And shout out to Stan Shepard, man. We see you what you yeah. out there doing. Um, uh, you know, I'm, shout out to the playmaker too. Yeah, you know, shout out that's to my guy. guy. Yeah, all of my, my loved ones and, and and all of these are people that's been getting censored and, and white balled and shadow banned also. Yeah. So we all fighting against the machine. The machine is these people, you know, these these small hat Zionists, you know, that. Uh, Why not create our own internet though? Well, I mean, that's a good question. Why not? Why don't? Because without us, this internet wouldn't exist. I'm just saying, why don't we? Why aren't we? Because the nation, aren't, we do it, but nobody's nobody's patronizing. You know, no, I'm not going to say nobody, but our people don't, you know, they follow the crowd. They follow the masses. You know, they follow the, the, the wide road. They don't follow the straight and narrow. Hmm. I'm not sure what... We have to go go old school, man, and start doing doing shit like they used to do when they used to. Uh, you doing that shit. right now, even though this is a YouTube or this is a mainstream platform, you still saying straight and narrow content. If I'm putting out records like Legend in My Section or Positivity, and I got a new single coming out called Lord Take the Wheel with with my my, my Mexican the La Raza community, um, it's that that's that's back to the trunk. That's back to the grassroots. 
You know what I'm saying? You got to do it like we did it in the beginning because these mainstream platforms ain't messing with us. We got to okay. just hit the, hit the streets. And I know, I, I know I'm going to let you go in a minute, but I, well, the, 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 the whole black and brown thing. I, I get it, I guess, for 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 like 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 California, because y'all y'all growing up together, y'all intermingling. Even though things that I hear don't be positive for the most part, a lot of us, like I I I didn't know any Hispanic people growing up at all. Um, I don't I I'm not a fan of of, of the whole like Fat Joe saying nigga. I cringe to this day. And his defense of saying it is so white supremacist well, that it wh- bothers me. Well, we we kill each other more than, than than blacks and Mexicans kill each other. And we say nigga more than any other race says nigga about us. So why aren't we cringing at ourselves? Because I'm okay. I'm a hypocrite. I'm okay <laughs> with us saying it amongst that's ourselves. That's a hypocrite. Yeah, that's a hypocrite. So you don't... We oh, don't Absolutely. But I'm, I'm not, saying, I'm, so you have no justify, you're not justified to complain. Okay, but the the black and brown unity, uh, I don't know if that, is that to our benefit? Of course. Is it working? That, yes, of course. That's our people. So black and brown, what we call it, what we think is brown is not brown. The, the Mexicans or Latinos or whatever, Hispanics, that, that is not the brown race. That, that is a member of the, the, uh, the black race, the indigenous black nation, not race, the black nation. They're, they're um, a watered down from the native in, indigenous Indian, which is a black person. Mm-hmm. They just got straight. The, the real Indians got straight hair, thin nose, thin lips, you know, a little a little more tender skin, not as rough and dense as, as the, the African, the Afro-Negroid featured black people. Right. So the, the people of Africa is just one tribe of the black nation. There's 12 tribes, and they don't look alike. So the people of India, you know, the India, the Indian people, yeah. they're, they're black. We're black. The people are here in India, we're the only tribe that have the kinky hair and the wide nose and the thick lips. We're, we're called the tribe of Shabazz. So tribe of Shabazz is what you call Africans. Okay. But we're not the only black member of the black nation we're not the only black tribe so the other majority of the other tribes have straight hair have thin nose thin lips they're black so okay. the, the spaniards the white spaniard europeans which are pure caucasians they just speak spanish they came and conquered the conquistador conquered the native indigenous or the, the indian blacks and they produced mexicans and, and and puerto ricans and all of that and they forced spanish on them just like the white English ones did that to Africans and forced African, I mean, forced English on us. And now you got, you, you still know that we kind of black because we got the, the tribe of Shabazz features. But if we didn't have these features, we would look just like them. We'd be able to pass as white. Okay. And, and, and I, I, I'm all for that. I'm all with that. Problem with that is, is that they don't like us. And, and from, from, we don't, we don't what like I've us. Seen. Hold on. Stop. We, we don't like us. We killing each other more than, than like I said, the Mexicans and, and blacks is killing each other. So how we how, how how can we fix something off to say they don't like us when well, we don't like us? We it's don't just like, like us. A, it's like a like a, let's say me and my brother fight every third Thursday. Like 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 we go at it mm. ham. But you live across the street and you punch my brother. We whooping your ass. 
Both of us. We might go back to fighting, but that's, that's my brother to fight. But that's ignorant and childish. That's tribalism because just because he live across the street, that's still your blood brother. Right? But I'm not going to be friends with you if I know you don't like me. Well, that's still listen to the childishness. Childishness of you talking about. Okay. Like, listen, listen. You talking about like you, right? Uh -huh. Black people don't. Not only don't we like each other, we hate each other, right? So you, how are you even gonna call somebody black your brother when you know most black people hate you, hate each other? But we want to we want to single out Mexicans or somebody. You know what I'm saying? When they ain't did nowhere near the damage to blacks that we done to each other. Yeah. I what have, what have Mexicans do? What have Mexicans or Latinos or or Puerto Ricans done against blacks? Let's put uh, it on a scale Com compared to what blacks do to each other every day. Let's put it on a scale. Okay, that, put it on a scale is different. Name, name some crimes. Now they'll put when you put it on a scale, yeah. But that 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 that's that's no different than than most most crimes between white people. Well, most crimes committed towards white people are by other white people. It's proximity. It's who you who you live close to. No, I'm just saying. Nah. So, so did, did Latinos or Mexicans burn crosses on our front yard? Did they lynch us, rape us, enslave us? Like, what did what did Mexicans or Latinos do? So, so blacks? Latinos ain't ain't like been. There's not been a concerted effort in certain neighborhoods out there in California where Latinos have physically, violently tried to make black people move. It, it might have been. But what, what is that? Like, what is that? I'm mean? just, a, well, that's a problem. So out of that, that one little isolated needle in a haystack in, instance, we're going to uh -huh. actually, we're going to actually give that some kind of highlight as though that that's moving something. Okay. Where, where, did, where did you, where did you even hear that from? Because the people that I'm, I, I lived in Compton, I lived in Watts, right? Mm -hmm. That 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 didn't happen. Like I grew up with with Mexicans. It that, that don't happen like that. If it's okay, if it's, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm bringing it to you. Yeah, you so would know way better than some article I read because you lived you lived out there. You got. Let me let me let you let you in on this. Like the, one of the reasons why the 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 Serenos or the Southsiders, you know, what I'm saying the the Southern Mexicans even had to squad up like they do in the penitentiaries and now on the streets is because black people were so wild. We were so wild and disrespectful on the streets and in the penitentiaries. You know what I'm saying? And we, you know, we were strong, but we was wild. We was mentally dead, no discipline, disrespectful. So when, when Mexicans was the minority, you know what I'm saying? We was giving their ass hell for no reason. So they had to squat up and, and, and get united and get militant and, and hold their ground against us because we was wild animals. We was wild animals. So it's a difference in the penitentiary. Like you got, you got the Muslims, you got the Nation mm -hmm. of Islam Muslims, you got the Bilalian Muslims, but they, the, the Mexicans don't don't look at us the same as they look at the Bloods or the Crips or the you know what I'm saying or the BDs or GDs or and stuff like that. What we're really talking about in, in, in California, because that don't ain't even really that deep nowhere else. Yeah. But that's that's because of black people's own savagery, our own mental death. That if we don't love each other, we're killing each other and we disrespecting each other. We know you know we what we're gonna do to somebody else. So that's all a reflection of how how we was doing them. 
We was giving their ass hell. Okay. Yeah. And they and they squatted up and, and served it right back now. They more organized than, than black people. They army is more organized than, than we are. Mm. You say, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't argue with you, bro. <laughs> I can't argue with that one at all. But, but, I, um, go ahead. No, I'm saying, but that was, you know, the example. That's in. That's a. That's a. Uh, I'm not gonna say that's an army that's protecting dirt. You know, dirty money though. That's kind of like a dirt army. They, that's really the army of God that got to get cleaned up and got to get whipped on by the real enemy so bad that we 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 turn our our focus in the right direction like we did with the 92 with the gang truce and all of that but the million man march was that was the demonstration of our standing army so if you can get all these people that was from all these different hoods blood grip gdbd everything from all over the united states to agree that this is what we want to do that was the that was the landmark demonstration right there satan knew exactly what that meant now that you put it that way, I can agree with that. So that's that, organization. And everybody organization. Was, and, and we was ready to die and, and, and do the other thing, the opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? I do. I got you. Uh, yo, man. I, 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 um, yo, this has been a beautiful conversation, bro. Man, my, my, I, my pleasure, big job. I, I, I love your questions. I love, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Glasses was right, man. I definitely thoroughly enjoyed this. Uh, we definitely got to get you. Matter of fact, uh, I want to get you and Glasses. And, 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 Let's and, do it. And, yeah, come back. And, and, and really have a, a, a discussion. Uh, yo, but if there's anything possible, man, when you drop something, tag me so I can repost it, man. Whatever you need, I got you, bro. Um, yo, and man, the pen game just still... <laughs> Just nasty, <laughs> and I'm I'm sorry, man. You, you get older, man. Things slow down. You know, you ain't as sharp as you used to be, except for you. Like your shit. I'm just an example. I'm telling you, this is a commercial for for the brotherhood, for the information, which is your information, which is the, the nation of Islam, and not a, a religion. Islam just means the natural nature of the original people, which is peace and submission to truth. So anything that you hear from me or see from me, whether it's pin game, music, or conversation, any potent thing that you that you you know that you see value in, I got it from this teaching. I got it from the teachings of the Nation of Islam under Minister Farrakhan. So you don't have to be a Muslim. You don't have to call yourself a Muslim, but come drink from this same information. Drink from the same water fountain that we drinking from. You see how it's benefiting us. You ain't got to call yourself no Muslim, but shit, man, this is your nation. This is your information. This is the knowledge of you. I'm benefiting from your knowledge if you ain't going to benefit from I'll use it. <laughs> shit. I can definitely <laughs> use some color. <laughs> Yo, man, uh, I just want to say, man, I want to thank you, man. Is there anything you want to say to the people, how they get in touch with you, anything of that nature? West Coast Cam at everything on social media at West Coast Cam and um, what else? Um, go to westcoastcam.com, my, my, my website, westcoastcam.com. And I got a sale right now that's it's about to go off on Ionic Colloidal Silver. If y'all don't know what colloidal silver is, it's one of the natural, one of the strongest natural antiviral, antibiotic, antimicrobial, antifungal, you know 
element of nature of God, which, you know, which is silver, pure silver, but it's an ionic colloidal form, a liquid form where you can drink it or you can put it, you know, uh, disinfect your countertops or whatever. But I drink it. Me and my family drink it. We never took no Dr. Fauci juice shots or none of that, you know. And we, we, we've been healthy. This is one of the things that keep us from not having to go to the doctor. This I'm speaking for us. I'm not making no medical claims. I'm not a medical professional. I don't give medical advice. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a researcher, and this has worked for me and my family for the last 12, 13 years. So okay. you can go on my web, website, westcoastcam.com, and, and try it for yourself and read, read up on it because I got some, some peer-reviewed published uh, information on there so you don't think it's just my my snake oil pitch <laughs> but, but other than Whatever, that man. Yeah. you ain't got no snake oil pitch man we, we not even gonna put that out in the atmosphere stop it no, i ain't worried Shit, i'm not worried <laughs> i know it worked uh, so, on I, that I, note man uh, i just want to say thank you bro for for your, your knowledge your wisdom and your time bro it's been an honor man my, my pleasure my honor until next time let me know i'm there no doubt i got you bro all right bro peace, peace. yo uh I, I don't. I'm, I'm a little speechless on that one, man. I've been been wanting to chop it up with Cam for a long, long time. Again, man. Shout out to Glasses for the plug. Um, I, I'm hoping that this 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 uh, this audio is somewhat decent to play back. Uh, people saying they can hear it okay. I'm hoping it was just my my shitty equipment over here. I really got to work on this. Matter of fact, maybe I think that's what I'll ask for Christmas. Uh, some new shit. Anyway, we got Be Legit coming up Wednesday. Um, we got my brother Timothy Sumter coming up Thursday. And Q from the William Home Clothing. And I hope I'm pronouncing the clothing right. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely, man. Really an honor to have, have the brother all. Um, on that, um, appreciate you, Teresa. Um, and, and salute to you, Ruben Muhammad, man. Yo, um, I don't think the planet can possibly thank you enough for the greatness that is you and, and, and for what you have done for Cam, uh, for hip hop and for black folks in general. On that note, man, don't forget to like, subscribe and share. Yo, man, the last few months, man, um, and I, and I got to give my manager Rita credit. The last few months have been some of the, 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 the best months as far as the show's productivity as far as the growth um, that, that I've, I've had since, since I've started doing this. So, shout out to you, Rita. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one. I'm out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.